Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hold on, we're gonna, hold on, we're gonna, uh, start recording now, cause this is always the best, it's always the best before the show, and then we start the show, and it's never as good. No, it's not uh, as good as, uh, yeah. What's going on, man? What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with my man, Tyler Smith, the Marine, the wrestling yeah. coach, the, 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 the fighter, as well as my man, Shang, one of the best comedians I know, a monster on stage. I appreciate one of, it. One of the few guys that I think that, like, Nobody, very few people can follow Shang. Uh, one oh, of those. No, except for a, a young man named Adam Hunter. Uh, no, I'm, I'm serious, man. Like you and Godfrey, you and Godfrey are probably the two biggest bangers in comedy as far as I like. I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, it. I, 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 I do shows with Godfrey and, and it's, it's fun. We've done shows together. Me and Adam have done shows together and I've, we've done like the Lab Factory and a lot of other comics know that we're bringing it. So I, I hope that. When we come back, because this has been a lockdown like a motherfucker for a lot of people, hope when we come back, we can still keep hitting on my clubs. Well, that's why I'm trying to do these Zoom shows. I know it's like... I know, did. I had fun. I had fun doing it. You want to do it tonight? Um, yeah. What time, cool. though? Eight o'clock. Yeah. Because it, it forces me to write and also to stay on, on track, you know, because sometimes, like... I think comics are lazy, and you know, if you don't have a show, you're like, "Oh, I'll write tomorrow. I'll write tomorrow. I'll write next week." Sometimes, like especially when you have a baby, I'm like, "Shit, when am I gonna get to the script?" And I go, "Well, I'll be on the road next week, for, so I'll have time then." But if if you don't have a deadline in front of you, sometimes you can get. You know, well, lazy. no, I, but Adam, you know, I I I've been through the baby thing, <laughs> you know, twice, twice, I, twice, and I've. Um, I understand that, but I, I feel like lately I've been writing more. I've been writing more since I've been on lockdown. So it's been good, but a lot of times uh, I do miss, like, if the fact that MMA Rosen, I do miss watching some of the fights. I do miss watching, like, the live, you know, because I pay, I pay for pay-per-view. I always I, – I'll pay yeah. for pay-per-view. And I miss watching the fights, and, I, and a lot of the fighters, I think because of this, um, are going to, like – lose super opportunities money-wise. Oh, of course. I mean, fighters are notoriously bad at saving money. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. You're I mean, it, right. it's sad when I see guys like, you know, I'm not not sad, but sometimes you see some people at the gym and they're working to train people or they're looking at this or that or looking for day jobs. And you're like, man, like I watched you fight in the octagon 30 times. I mean, right. you were like the co-headliner and the headliner. And you know, some people are smart. I got to admit, like some people – that, uh, like, I'll give you an example. Uh, Tyron Woodley, I think, was smart by doing other things. Yeah, but he's the first one to tell you that, like, he was he bought four houses and eight cars. And oh, tried- that, that, no, that's dumb. That, that's dumb to buy that many. Yeah, but he yeah. did. Hey, what's up, man? 
What's up, guys? I buy him fucking, fucking Polaris slingshots on a, on his first big paycheck. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's their dumb shit. But they also have yeah. other streams of income because of your fighting. Our Speaking artists of, and sponsors. So, we so we're very blessed to have a guy who's undefeated, amazing fighter, and uh, just a a human highlight reel. Sean O'Malley, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys? What's up, Sean? I was at your last fight in Vegas, and oh baby. Wow. That was amazing. How much pressure was on you? Because you hadn't fought in like a year, and it was the Sugar Sean show. I feel like you were, even though, even though you were, I think, on the undercard, everybody was like, when's Sean fighting? When's Sean fighting? When's Sean fighting? How much pressure was on you? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, I mean, I think you could kind of tell, but I didn't feel any of the pressure. I didn't feel like I had, you know, I didn't feel like I had to do anything. I just knew I was going to go out there and do do what I do, and. I didn't feel any pressure. I didn't feel any, like, I have to perform. I just, you know, I knew I did everything right in those two years. And then I did everything right in that entire training camp that I wasn't questioning anything. I knew I was going to go in there and perform. So I didn't, I didn't feel any pressure. Um, it, it was I, it was just a lot of fun. Now, Sean's been to a couple of my shows in Arizona. And I forget how young you are until I <laughs> your friends. Because, you know, one of those things where, like, you know, I, I put these guys on pedestals, and you look at these guys, and they're all fucking jacked, and this. And then I see his friends who look like high school kids. Uh, it was, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not insulting you, but like they look. I'm like, wow, this, this kid, Sean is like, what are you, 21, 22? How old are you? I'm I'm 25. My I don't I don't know who I was who I was with, but I I pretty much only hang out with Tim and uh, his girlfriend, and Tim's gonna be 30 this month. Maybe it was the first time you came. Maybe was, I don't. I don't. I might have came with someone else. It was the uh, time you were wearing like you were wearing like an Indiana Jones hat. And, but they just seemed young, man. I, I was yeah. like, oh. it, it, well, it, it, it was it was cool to see. Well, no, Sean. I want to ask you something. Like, if you haven't fought for a while, is it is it hard to gauge, gauge the distance? Because it just seems like when you you're rusty, you can't gauge the like if you're. You can't gauge the distance. It takes you a couple up a little bit to get into it. Because some people I'll see, you can see they say there's no such thing as ring rush, which I think is bullshit. I think you've got to get into a rhythm, and then a couple minutes in, you go, okay, cool, it's on. Is that? Yeah, I was out for two years and like four days, and I I didn't feel any ring rust. I didn't feel like I missed a step. I felt better than ever. But also, I was like I said, I was doing everything right in those two years. I wasn't. I wasn't fucking around. I wasn't going out. I wasn't doing anything other than living a championship lifestyle. So I train, I recover, and I do everything that needs to be done to become world champ. So I didn't feel any ring rust. Um, But as far as, like, sparring and stuff, I don't spar outside of camp. I haven't sparred since my fight. I'm not going to spar until I have a fight booked. And those first couple sparring sessions, you know, your your distance and that stuff might be off a little bit, but I also know it's like okay, I haven't sparred in a long time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be off a little bit. But it takes me one two rounds, and I'm I'm back to and then it, back you to get into a you get like you get into a rhythm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had the honor of going to uh, Crouch's sparring day, and I watched you spar, <laughs> and it was awesome. First of all, just if you, it was just monsters in that in, in that room between you, yeah. and Anderson, and Johnny Case, and. Yeah, killers. Killers. But what's crazy about you is you were sparring kind of the same way that you fight. Like, it was so unconventional. Um, where did you learn that style? 
I, I, you know, who did I learn from? Who did I kind of mimic growing up? I, when I first, when you go watch me when I was 16, I have videos on YouTube when I was kickboxing. I have this same style now. I just have it. It's way more advanced, way more elite. Um, you know, there's a lot more tricks and tip or a lot more tricks in my game now. But you go watch me when I was 16. I, I didn't learn from anyone. That's just pure athleticism and literally just going off instinct. Um, so I was just a naturally gifted athlete. And, uh, once I picked up kickboxing gloves and started kickboxing, that wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't watch. I don't think I had ever even watched a fight really when I started. I just kind of, I just, I just, it was all pure instinct. Wow. It looks like you watch a bunch of kung fu movies and just started <laughs> whatever the hell those guys did. I definitely did it. It's funny. I didn't. I remember my dad when I was probably 13, he was watching the UFC and I told on him, I told my mom, I said, dad's watching that stuff again. Cause I thought it was so, I didn't understand it. I'm like, how, how do you watch that? People are, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand it. So it's funny, you know, looking back <laughs> at that, that day, I me- I remember telling on him because I wanted to watch something else. And I, I told my mom he's watching that stuff. And she thought it was disgusting. And you I'm ratted like, him out, bro. You ratted, you ratted out your dad on that one. I did. I did. I got <laughs> to watch something else. Threw him right under the bus so he could watch cartoons, huh? Exactly. Probably. <laughs> like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I always knew that you were like an incredible striker. But where I was really pr- impressed was watching Polaris because um, – Quintet. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, a uh, Quintet. Oh. First of all, you you submitted the fire, uh, Gomi, which yeah. is like insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, that must have, and then you, I mean, Hector Lombard had a kind of a weight advantage over you. Uh, uh yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little. That's strong. That didn't seem fair. But, but then you went, you and, uh, Gilbert Melendez went the whole distance. And, yeah. he, and these guys are, you know, Melendez is an incredible wrestler. He's been out and Gomi's like incredible at ground game. I mean, how much, how did, how, how tell me about that. Yeah, obviously my grappling super underrated. I think anytime you kind of specialize in something, you, that's what gets talked about and you just kind of assume that they're not as good in the other areas. Um, I do think my striking's elite of the elite and I think my grappling's going to be there. Um, all I do is grapple like pretty much four, four days a week. We're doing live competition grappling. Um, so I, I, it's, I'm getting up there. I, I, yeah, like you said, I subbed Gomi, caught him in a high elbow guillotine. I have a nasty guillotine, and I think a lot of people that fight me, their game plans take me down. You know that, and that's not going to be, yeah, fine. not going to work for much longer. I, I don't, I don't think it will work work right now. I think if someone's game plan is to take me down and hold me down, that's just not going to, that's not going to get the job done. Well, Gilbert, Gilbert's pacing is what's crazy to me. His pacing is just constant. It's like. You know, yeah. you, gotta, you, you gotta be really cardio ready with that motherfucker. Cause he's like, I ain't stopping. I, yeah. I, I and he still won't, I ain't stopping. Yeah, yeah. I felt him break, breaking in there. I was, you know, I, I was training for Nogi Worlds at Purple Belt before I got that offer. And you know, that pays Nogi Worlds doesn't. Um, so I was in shape. I was in really good shape. I was ready to go. I was training hard. I just get got done training with the uh, Tinquino Mendez who won ADCC, and he was I was one of his main training partners, so I was ready to go in shape. Um, and I was taking that event serious. And a lot of those guys, I don't think we're you know doing it for for real. Like when you're as good as those guys, you know you don't have to be necessarily in good shape. You're gonna be able to go eight minutes. So, so I think I was able to pick up the pace. 
So you, don't think Mark, you don't think Mark Munoz was in great shape for that event? That dude looks about four hundo. <laughs> like, that dude is a mean, big motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Well, sure, though, like when you're coming from the, especially like guys coming from the MMA world who who are already pretty much done with that. Like Gilbert Melendez, Hector Lombard isn't isn't done done, but you know right. he's been doing it for a while. It's like when you get the opportunity to, oh, I just get to go to a grappling tournament and get paid no yeah. matter what happens. Like, cool. Yeah, you know it, for sure they weren't. You know, I'm sure they train, train. You know, still, it's probably part of their lifestyle to train. But I'm, I'm, tw- I'm 25, training like it's, you know, like I'm trying to be world champ right now. They already exactly. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I think people assume because like of your Instagram that you're just high all day and partying, <laughs> and getting face tattoos, um, and they don't realize like how serious you are about this. Right. Yeah, I think. Uh, I feel. Most the people that listen like listen to my podcast, Tim and I's podcast, or uh, you know, I feel like those guys understand they get it more. You know, we talk a lot about mindset and, and what we're doing throughout the weeks and stuff. But yeah, I I train to become world champ. That's the ultimate goal, and I've lived that same lifestyle for the last ten years since I was sixteen. Since I well, not sixteen, probably seventeen, eighteen. Once I realized what I wanted to do is be world champ, I haven't stopped training like that. What's, yeah. the name of, what's the name of your podcast so people can find it? The the Timbo Sugar Show. It's fucked up. We just say fucked up shit and talk about <laughs> it's we just it's fun, but it's it's also right now. You know, it's also informative and good shit. Nice. Now, do you have the same girlfriend that you uh, you uh, live with? Yep. Yeah, we've been together for um five years now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, man. Well, you're a loyal guy because you must be getting. So many women must be hitting you up, like, "Hey, son, what are you doing?" Later, I tell arm bar me, arm bar me. Yes, <laughs> I tell him, "Come on over." <laughs> come on over. If they're hot, and my girl thinks they're hot, and they're down with that, they can come on over. Oh, okay. So you guys are cool with that. You're cool with other girls coming and hanging out with you guys. Yeah, if they're cool and hot, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, they're man. obviously not sick if they're if they're cool and hot, dude. Is, is this gonna so. support? <laughs> they're probably not smart. Man. I'm like forty one. No, doesn't matter, no. I'm like forty one. My wife would kill me. I'm like a loser. This kid's like so much more advanced than I am. I mean, he's like <laughs> fucking. He's like gonna be a world champion. He's killing the game. His girlfriend's cool with it, bringing home other chicks. Uh, he didn't even go to high school. This guy. Uh, like, I went to high school for a little bit. <laughs> Did you ever finish high school? I went to. Uh, so I went to capitol high for about a year and a half then i went to this i moved i went to like another place called hamilton high then i went to this like boot camp thing it was called montana youth challenge to get your ged after you drop out because i fucking hated school um got kicked out of that then i came back and went to like some alternative school which was super easy and they just fucking you know you didn't get homework Basically, gave you a diploma. So technically, I finished school. Uh, I got a diploma. So I don't yeah, know. But but fuck that. You want you 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 had you already know what you want. You had a passion for it. So I'm like, sometimes I see people say, like, "What about high school, man? I know what the fuck I want to do." No, no, no. Fuck yeah. that. Stay in school, kids. Okay. Finish Hold up. Nah, whatever. Bullshit, Listen, dude. Adam. Bullshit. Bullshit. It, de- it depends. It depends. You I don't know, know who you are, Adam. I've never, never, never even seen my diploma. I don't even know why it was such a big deal. Everyone kept saying, make sure you get your diploma. I don't even know where the fuck it's at or how to even get it. 
Well, for every shot on Maui, there's nine million kids that drop out of high school that are not going to fucking achieve what he is. So yeah, but don't listen to that. <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> you don't have to go to college, but at least finish high school. All right. Yeah, but but you know what? Having that champion, you know what, Sean? Honestly, having a champion like, look, I want to be champion, and having that mentality. Uh, from the, from the jump is the way to go, man. Because I see the difference between fighters. Like, well, I'm just gonna fight till my next fight, and then see what happens. No, fuck that. If you go, I'm going to be champion. Uh, you can see the difference in intensity from those fighters and fighters that yeah. don't do that. Well, it wasn't. You know, it's, I went through so when I was eight. I moved to Phoenix and tra- started training at the lab when I was 18. Zero wrestling, and I'd say I had like maybe one percent jujitsu. Like I was a scrappy kickboxer that pretty much taught. You know, didn't learn a lot, just just going off instinct. I would get my ass kicked by the professionals down here. Like, there was guys – there was a bunch of guys that were in the UFC. I moved down to Phoenix and would get my ass kicked every single day. Wednesday was the only day that I would do decent. That was a kickboxing sparring day. So, Monday – well, Monday was, wasn't too bad either. So, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Friday, every – all those days I was getting fucked up. And I had that – there was days where I'm – you know, my whole family lives in Montana. I'm – living here with I lived with Tim at the time but it was like super lonely and I fucking I'd get my ass kicked and I would be like is this for me I don't know um you definitely go through phases like that and I I went through a bunch of them but then I just I knew if I kept if I just kept going and I was gonna get good I knew I was a good athlete and I knew I could learn so I knew if I learned all that stuff that eventually I'd be beating those guys and I just stuck with it and was super consistent. So I think like the biggest thing was just being consistent. Those days I didn't want to go, I still went. And that's still the mindset I have now is like, fuck, I don't want to go to the gym every single time, but I just make myself. So I think just that is really what's helped me get here. Why did, how did you pay your rent back then? I was, I saved up $2,000 when I drove down. Um, that helped a lot. And then I, I was super, super fortunate that I had, sponsors in great falls montana you know that would pay me every once in a while a couple hundred bucks 300 bucks 400 bucks and when i got those checks i was just so thankful because i had i had to pay a hundred dollars a month at the lab and then i had to pay we tim and i got the cheap ass the cheapest apartment we could possibly get as close as we could to the gym so my rent was 330 dollars then i had a hundred dollars at the lab um and then my parents helped me with my you know my insurance and my phone bill uh, so I was just, just living off sponsors at the time, super careful with what I spent my money on. I wasn't going out. I didn't go out and spend my money on anything other than food. So, yeah. Well, you know, I love hearing this because I know as a comic, I, as a comic, I've had to, you know, have similar issues of like sleeping in my car. Like I used to drive to San Diego to do a gig. And if I didn't sell, I didn't have enough money for gas to get back. So if I didn't sell any merch, I'd be, I'd be stuck in San Diego. I mean, right. literally. I, <laughs> I, I remember looking through my couches for quarters and nickels and dimes just to get mm-hmm. fucking, just to get Starbucks. I remember having negative nine hundred and eighty dollars in my account, Ooh. and and then and then trying to get them to give me twenty dollars for an overdraft, just twenty, and then kicking me out of the bank. So oh, like, but I think that those are what's make what makes you stronger. I think a Absolutely. lot of people, a lot of people sure. look at you and look at your talent and go, oh, he's just a gifted kid. Yeah. But, um. So it's, it's it's really nice to hear of like your struggle. To be honest. Yeah, I think it's nice great. to hear about him struggling. It is for real. <laughs> yeah, yo, man, I'm glad you were all fucked up and that you were. Hungry, no, that's man. where you get the mindset, though. I feel like that's. No, where you I know. Get the mindset. You, but it makes if you, everything yeah. was, if everything was just given to you, there's, there's no way. If I was, you know, if I was just, 
super, super skilled that didn't really have to go to the gym. And like fighting, you have to be skilled to win fights. But if I didn't have to train for those skills, there's no way I'd have the mindset of that I have now. And I feel like the mindset's the most important thing. Yeah, and you get that through the struggle. Those guys at the gym that are the the super talented ones that don't have the drive. Like I was somewhere in the middle where it was like I could I could be fine sparring, but like I wouldn't be able to go through a fight camp without trying, you know. But there's right. those guys that every day they show up and it's like, oh, it's sparring day. They haven't been here the whole week, but it's sparring day, and they fuck everybody up. Right. Like, oh, yeah, there's those fights for they sure. lose because they haven't built those habits. They haven't built that absolutely. Business. But so is that, is, is that what you're thinking about? Like when you're fighting uh, Sakamta, Andre Sakamta, and soccer mom, so, yeah, soccer mom, and then like your like your leg gives out in the third round, and you have to fight on one leg. Yeah, I don't. I in in those moments, you're not really. I don't sitting here thinking about what was I thinking about in those moments. I don't think I was thinking about anything because I can't. I was just going. I was just off pure instinct. In that moment, it was life or death in my eyes like obviously there's a ref in there that's going to stop it before but it, when you're in, in there it's life or death it's like this guy's going to kill me or I'm going to kill this guy so I I don't remember thinking anything I just remember just nothing really just going well you know what I think because you said like kickboxing you when you're you know kickboxer you know you know you can keep distance you can definitely you know tag a couple people up tag them up but I think in your situation every time I watch you fight I thought people sleep on your like you're grappling in your ground game. They sleep on you sometimes. And I think that's sneaky where they go, ah, fuck that. I'm just run up on him and he grab you and they don't realize you got, you got skills. And that's, that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's I definitely going to happen times. soon. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, definitely underrated grappling and it's going to be, you know, it's still a secret. Like until I finish someone in the UFC with a submission, people aren't going to look at me as a grappler. So, you know, I, eventually I want to be looked at like Charles Oliveira, like, I don't want to take that motherfucker down. He's going to choke me. Yeah. Now, now during this, uh, you know, what a pandemic, are you training at all now? Oh yeah. I'm training. I have to, I, the most, I'm getting such quality work in right now. I'm going to go with, work with my strength and conditioning coach at one. Uh, I'm going to go grapple at five. Like I'm training. I'm still training. Yesterday I hit mids, hit the bag and did competition roles. I'm training like a fucking animal. I'm, I'm training like I have, I haven't stopped. Because last fight camp, I didn't ha- I didn't get any injuries that I couldn't train on. So after the fight, that Monday is back to training. It's back to living that same lifestyle. Right. So, you, so uh, all right, more, more, uh, more important, you and your girl bring home a hot chick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and like obviously, like she starts blowing you, and your girl's doing stuff to her, and everyone's having fun. Uh, <laughs> is, is there a does it ever like want to stay and you're trying to get her out like afterwards, but she keeps wanting to come back? Uh, that hasn't happened. No. Okay. Usually it's, uh, they know you know, yeah, that hasn't happened. It depends how cool they are. If they're cool as shit, we both think they're cool. They can stay. If one of us thinks they're cool and the other one doesn't, they'll probably have to go, but it depends how cool they are. There's some and cool girl chicks ever get there. jealous of like, how come you don't do that to me? Or how come you, how come you're banging her better than me? Or how come you are excited? <laughs> no, we haven't had that issue. We're pretty good at communicating. Oh, that's good. Adam, Adam, why don't you try that? Go ahead, give it a yeah, shot. Right. Are you kidding? <laughs> a girl would come in here, dude, my, my, <laughs> no fucking way. It, like, not, it, it wasn't always like that. It, it, it took a lot of years for us to communicate back and forth. And, you know, we read a lot of books and listened to a lot of podcasts and, 
learned a lot about each other and understanding each other and what needs we need and, and stuff like that. So it's more than just picking up. It was a lot of years of talking and communicating and crying and a lot of other stuff other than this, just the fun stuff. Shang, I'll, I'll give you an example. Last night, uh, this girl, Shaney, who's this like nice girl, she's a trainer. I, I downloaded some fight app and she was the trainer. So I texted uh-huh. her, Hey, uh, I took your class. It was a lot of fun, right? She reposted. With I, get dick pic. From, I get a DM from my wife. You're not allowed to take that class anymore. I'm like, <laughs> like, and like, she was kidding, but like, not really. Like, not really. <laughs> it was, she was dead serious. Like, yeah, yeah, don't really, like, don't yeah. ever take On the class. inside. Yeah. yeah. So like, if, if, if I can't take the hot girls class, can you imagine some hot chick shoving over and like blowing me and my girl being like, yay, making us coffee? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden you feel the back of your head, it's wet. So she smashed you in the head with something heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, so it's definitely not for everyone though. Like, it's but no, not- like you know what? A lot of times when I see people that are strikers, I always think, um, how does a but re- when you see wrestlers and strikers, like especially with wrestlers, wrestling is absolutely key right now. I don't give a fuck who you are. You got to do wrestling and grappling. But I see people that are just strikers that I've never seen take down. I go. Soon as somebody taking down, he gets taken down. He's gonna get. Or, or are we on three? Or are we on threesomes? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, okay, because you, you can talk about that. I'm, I mean, how I can talk. By the way, the thing about him. By the way, just so I, Sean. So this is Shang, very funny comic. He was on uh, BET's Comic View 800 times. I had to bring up the the black show. BET, bro. All the other shows. Also, I've been on all these mainstream shows, and they always go, he's on Def Jam. He's on BET. I'm like, it's a late show. The fuck are you talking about? Baby Fox show. And this is Tyler, who's a brown belt and also a Marine. And we coach middle school wrestling together. So just so, oh, you guys, so you all no, know. That, the, but no, but I'm, the reason, Sean, because, I mean, I, you know, we just meeting online. I'm saying I want to know that mindset. Because yeah. you got to think, it, uh, even though we've always been on, I've been on MMA wrestling before, well, you got to okay. think how long ago when I, I stopped doing that shit so many years ago is because, for me, because I was like, I, even when I would win, I was so hurt. I was like, I don't know if I could keep doing this shit. Been there over and over again. So I didn't have that last ditch, like, yo, this is what I'm gonna do. I thought, this is you know, soaking in Epsom salt all day. <laughs> no, that's the truth, man. Where well, I would, has, yeah, but he has those, he has his own line of CBD products. No, I, I use the hot tub and a cold plunge and a sauna at my house. So I have a lot of recovery tools that I I use nice. every night. So I'm recovering to make sure I can go and train again the next day. What about both? Do you have a hot tub and a cold plunge at the house? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, okay, Sean. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sean, so your parents, right? Your parents, obviously, in Montana, you probably drove them crazy. You went to four different schools, a correctional facility, another school. <laughs> like, now they see you. You're, you know, 800,000 followers here. You're the, the poster boy for the UFC. How proud are they of you right now? Uh, yeah, th- super proud. I think uh, – I'm sure they were thinking like, fuck, what's this, what, what's he going to do in life? Like, what's his thing? But, uh, my mom still, I, I don't know. We have a really good relationship. My mom and I, and my dad and I, but my mom still thinks marijuana is just like the worst thing ever. She compares it to meth. So <laughs> I, I think it, it's, my mom too. It's embarrassing, but it's like for real, she's just so programmed to think of it some way that it's like it, I can't even have a conversation with her without her freaking out about it. So it's, and I'm like, mom, I smoke every single day and I'm 
look what I'm doing. And it just doesn't, I don't know what, it doesn't register in her it mind. It doesn't register like, at all? I don't know what the fuck. But my, I love her. Yeah, and no, she's awesome. You I love feel her, for the but parents, you still go, what are you doing? What are you talking about? It's hard to talk to her about I it. I feel for the parents. To. My mom, my mom accidentally ate, at, she went to visit my uncle in, in uh, Colorado. <laughs> And she took some chocolate out of the fridge, like without oh, shit. and it was some homemade edibles. Oh, no, shit. They didn't know. Nobody knew that she had ate it. And they called me, and I was like, "Yeah, she eats some wheat." Like my, my dad used to find. If you my don't bong, know you're high. You're gonna. My dad would find my bong, and he would he would like clean it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, he'd be like, "You can't. This is disgusting. You can't smoke oh. out of this." And that's that, good. That's good. I could see Joe. I could see Joe doing that. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> So um, now, do you ever? Because a lot of people, whenever you fight, I feel like a, you know, clout chasers. I guess they call them. People, are, fighters are always calling you out. Do you ever respond to them or no? When I was out, I got called out by nine people. Um, so it's like, like kind of. No, I, I keep. It's embarrassing. They'll just keep tweeting and keep tweeting. It's just like, I don't know. It's it, no. There's. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna fight whoever I fight next, and we'll we'll decide. I I don't know. It's just we'll see. I can't fight nine people. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, is it is the UFC? I mean, um, obviously you have. You I don't have know. Star power. Some of them aren't even in the UFC anymore. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. So you obviously you have that star, but you're already a star. You're go- you're gonna be a, a mega star, and the UFC hopefully. I mean, I'm, they're getting behind you already. But right. is it is it a thing where are they gonna throw like are they throwing you opponents and you get to pick, or are you just fuck it, whoever you give me, and it's up to them like how they want to push your career? Yeah, with like my last fight. Um... You know, obviously, we we're waiting for all this to get done. They said, Do you want to fight Teco again? Because I was supposed to fight him two, like a year and a half ago, two years ago, or whatever it was. And I said, Hell yeah, let's do it. So that's how that one went. Uh, this next fight, whoever we get, I don't know. We're going to, we're kind of, I'm waiting for the UFC to come to me and say, Hey, we want you on this card. I, I talked to Sean Shelby a couple weeks ago. I was trying to get on that card, Hubby Tony card, yeah. before it got all crazy. And he said, No, we're saving, we want you for July. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of waiting for UFC to hit me up, and we'll go from there. I think you and Chase Hooper would be hilarious. He, <laughs> Chase Hoop. <laughs> he's like no, the, he's, he's, I, he's, But he's, that's the thing. You can't have them. You can't have them fight each other right now. We have to bring Chase up. Like I know, but that's that'd be, true. That'd be a know? funny sitcom because he's like the brother that kind of like went went like awry, and Chase is the nerdy guy, and then they have like somehow. They're like like different. They're like the Gemini. They're just the split same person. Now, who's that guy that wrote? I was looking at your Instagram. Somebody wrote a rap song for you. Yeah, that that we just dropped the music video uh, today. This guy J Rob hit me up. I was actually in Vegas. He hit me up and said, uh, "You want to make music?" Blah 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 blah. And usually, when people tell me that, I'm like, "Ah, all right." Like, I don't know how. I don't want to listen to it, and then it sucks. But he emailed it to me. I listened to it, and I was like, damn, that was fucking sweet. And he lives in Arizona. So, uh, yeah, we made a video the other day. It was fucking sweet. Yeah, no, it was cool, man. It was really cool. Well, listen, you've always been super uh, supportive, and I've been supportive of you, and uh, I, I appreciate that. Because a lot of times, like, I, I, I knew you when your first fight in the UFC. We had you on, I think, before the UFC. And, yeah. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, this kid's going to be – got something special. And a lot of people, they blow up and never talk right. to me 
Uh, so, <laughs> he's like, so, hey, Adam, I don't have time to talk to you. I'm getting my, are, are, my are mail. Or they, they say, go through my management. And it's like, fuck yeah. the fucking podcast. Like, yeah, exactly. Sean, so I, get asked to, I got sorry, probably sorry. five requests in the last two days for podcast interviews. I get a, I just get so many, but no, I was down. I was down to do this one. Sean, who, who who do you look at that you, you go, man, this motherfucker? Like, do you have fighters you look at and go, God damn, this dude right here? Is, fuck, there's so many guys in the UFC that are just fucking animals. Um, obviously, Israel Adesanya is a fucking beast. I feel like we have a similar striking style. Yeah. Um, but there's just so many dudes that are Gilbert Burns, fuckers and animals. There's so many guys in the UFC that are just insanely talented. It, it, it would be hard to the pick like. Hard to pick a couple, but just, I guess the two I said just now, even. But well, listen, Sean, thanks for coming on the show, man. Um, hopefully, when this is done, I'll see you in uh, July in Vegas. Just keep staying healthy and uh, best of luck, man. Dude, yeah, thanks. Let me know if, if you guys are down in Phoenix again once this shit's shit's all over with. We'd love to come to a show again. Absolutely, man. Thanks a lot, Ooh. Sean. Uh, yeah, dude. Take care. All right, that was Sean O'Malley. Okay. Adam. O'Malley. Yes. Okay, let me ask you this. Okay, so you got to well, – I've, I've met some people through you. I've met, you know, I've never, especially when I do Vegas. I meet more fighters when I'm in Vegas. Yeah. And, and Which is so cool. I'm like, when you see them in the audience and you're doing a show, you go, is that who I think it is? Like, d- d- does that ever hit you? Because it still hits me. I still go, what the fuck is he doing here? Like, why? Yeah, I, I, I mean – I know they like comedy know, so much. You know, it's crazy, like – um, <laughs> it's weird to say. Like sometimes when fighters like will only come to shows, what if like five other fighters show up? You know, like if like if it's like the group thing, they'll come. You know, um. But when fighters come by themselves, is when I'm just like blown away. Like when like when Kelvin Gastelum showed up in Irvine by himself, I'm just like, holy shit! Like that's fucking pretty cool. You know, um. Or Frankie Edgar came to a show and there was like 30 people there, and one of them is Frankie Edgar. Or when like when like BJ Penn came to the Dime Bar, drinking uh, whiskey. That's um, that's when I really get these guys. Like uh, I think fighters know though that like so much of it is like like look, I have a I have a good career. You know, like I've been all over the world doing comedy. I've opened up for you know Russell Peters, and I've been on this and that. But I'm not Joe Rogan. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times people will only support you when you get to be Joe Rogan status. Right. Uh, well, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're saying. So for me when fighters come out and like they know like it's not like when they just support because they support you that like that's what it means the most to me like when michael bisbing came to my show the dime bar and afterwards helped me put away chairs like that meant more than good guy michael but yeah. I was, like just he was the world champion and he he's helped me put away tables but, but that's, the, that's also the difference between fighting and other sports too i think is what, that what? you're getting the shit kicked out of you. It's a, it's like you're the champion, but you've been humbled so many times by just other people. Like it's not like like losing a, a football game where you're just like, oh, fuck, well, whatever. They're just better. They strategize. Like, no, I've got the shit beat out of me. You so, know, it's like Tyler, along with that, and along with that, which I think is also maybe a problem, is that like, Say you're, you get recruited for basketball, right? Or football or whatever. You get like this elite type of treatment. 
where you have somebody right. do your homework for you and, and people are giving you money and buying you cars and, well, and not just that it. like you're bringing money you're bringing money in so it's like from the time you're in in college a young man in college it's like we need to take care of you let's make sure you have this make sure you have the the shoes make sure you have trainers make sure you and have you also get like fighters, it's like you also get media trained and everything else. Whereas with fighters, it's like maybe because you, you never got that sense of entitlement, you still look out for the little guy. You know, like almost, right, right, right. I think that Adam, you're right on that for sure. Like I've almost, I I've say athletes don't gr- like grind fucking hard. Like they have to right, yeah, no. work. But I've never, I've never seen a fighter turn down an autograph from, or a picture from anybody. Like. Right. Th- but I've seen plenty of other athletes do that. Dude, you know, we, we were in uh, my first live fight, first live fight in, in San Jose. We went to Matt Brown, Robbie Lawler. What's up, Jesse? Jeff? Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah, Jesse Joseph. Uh, there you go. Matt Brown, Robbie Lawler in San Jose. It was the headliner. Great, great card. Clay Guida got the shit kicked out of him. And. After the fight, we walk out. There's a crowd outside, and Clay Guida comes outside crying, taking pictures with fans. Yeah. Just like two huge black eyes, smile on his face like, hey. You could tell he was like, fuck, I just lost, but, like, thanks for thanks for being here, guys. It was awesome. Plus, Shang, I think there's still a level of fighter that, like, a guy like, let's say Mike Pierce, okay, who – was the elite of the elite. I think he was like top seven in the world, yeah. like top five. But he could still walk into a bar and people don't know who the fuck Mike Pierce is. Unless it's in Oregon and it's in his hometown. So I, I still think there's a, an appreciation that fighters have towards fans because a lot of people don't know who these fighters are. You know, right. so when they do, they get super. Anyway, speaking of somebody who's uh, beautiful and tough <laughs> and awesome and uh, Jesse Jess... How are you? What's going on with you? How's the quarantine hitting you? Talk to me. Uh, I'm good. I'm very bored. I keep buying like clothes online that I don't need because obviously I can't go anywhere to wear them. Um, <laughs> and then I keep buying. Hat. I yeah. keep buying fucking weapons, like a stupid amount of weapons for some reason that I don't really need. No, I actually, you know what? It's crazy because I was watching on your Instagram. I was with my wife scrolling through Instagram. And I see you about a sword that's like this big. And you're yeah. like, oh, thanks for the sword. And I, <laughs> and I, I, and I asked my wife, like, hey, do you want this? And she's not really into swords. And she was like, what? what? She just looked at me very confused. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what the, I think she said, how much, was how much you spending right on now. weapons, Jesse Jess? I think my wife said that we uh, No, <laughs> like realistically, because are you, are you getting a bunch of shit stuff or are you getting a couple really good things? I'm buying, I like knives, so I've spent an okay amount of money on knives. Um, right. But then the other, like the other weapons that I don't actually know how to use yet, like the throwing knives, and I bought throwing axes, and I just got a bow and arrows as well. I didn't spend a lot of money on them because I'm like, I'd rather beat up <laughs> fucking bow. shit. I've been buying then, all kinds of shit for my bow. That's really? Why I, I, like, I've been buying just, new drum heads and air, like. Yeah. What are you waiting for? A, a zombie apocalypse? Yeah. What are you? Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm, going I'm going hunting. Oh, everybody's zombies. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, Jesse, yeah, Jess, why are you buying swords? For that reason. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to know how to chop off zombies' heads. No, you got to have a good no, sword. No, because I like one of my friends. One of my friends is like ex-military and does all the the uh, like the training courses and stuff. And he had something on his Instagram about being prepared and not and like he's like, what skills do you have? when that's your only form of barter like when currency is gone and I was like fuck I don't have any skills like I can trash talk people and I can fight with my fist but if I'm fighting someone and they have weapons and I don't have weapons I'm probably going to come off second best right I don't know how to disarm people like I don't know how to there's a lot of things I don't know if you let me wrap my hands and put my gloves on and give me a rule set then fuck yeah I can fight but mm-hmm. I can't guarantee I'd be able to when they have advantages you know or like if they have a significant size advantage or strength advantage i don't know how capable i'm actually gonna, gonna you don't be, think that you know? if you start like twerking and i show your butt guys will just put that whatever weapon down well so uh, then that's it that's the other route like you can go the hooker route you know like you're gonna be around doing that for many many years through all the ages survival strategy it is yeah. it's a total different strategy hooker hooker training it's yeah i can't do it i can't exactly do it different training okay. but but the sword, you can fuck somebody up. Okay, okay. Yeah, see, friends. that's what I need. We have to get to a couple bottom things. So you told Ween Dog, if he shows up <laughs> at the UFC gym, you would let him in and you could take her out for lunch. Oh, Ween, wow. Dog, yeah. Ween Dog shows up and you lock him out. I didn't lock him out. I wasn't even there. Yeah, she wasn't even wasn't there. She was canceled there. on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said you had to be there when I was there. Oh, okay. All right. So, it was a devastating like- moment, dude. I was like getting ready. I got my graphs all ready to get graphed, you know? I was like turning into CB Gold. I'm like, I'm going to meet Francis and Ganu, <laughs> Jesse Jess, and uh, the whoever the fuck else is there. You know? <laughs> and and it turned me down, dude. said you met the uh, security guard. Yeah, I was going to bring her roses. Okay. Yeah, well, did you? What do you, what do you mean I was going to? Did you turn up with roses? No. No? So fuck off. Okay. Yeah. Now, 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 Jesse, I would have given them to Francis and Ganu instead. Now, Jesse, you were training in Vegas, but you left for Northern California. Yes. Uh, how's it going? Why did you leave? And how's the new training going? Uh, it's been really good. I left because my gym is here. Like, I've been traveling up here for a year and a half, and I realized it was costing me like two grand every week that I was spending here to commute so I kind of just got rid of my house put everything in storage and bought an RV and then came up here and now I live in an RV and it's a hell of a lot cheaper wait you live in an RV yeah wow that's why I'm in the car right I'm in the car right now outside the fucking RV park are you still dating that guy that I met yeah that's why I'm out in the car because he's in the RV right now Okay, now he seemed like a real nice guy. He's a fighter. He's, 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 he's Hawaiian. Now I know there was a list of guys that wanted to date you. I mean, there was like hundreds, <laughs> thousands of men. How did this guy? Thousands, <laughs> thousands, and thousands. I was at the top of that list. Yeah, yeah. Ween Dog was there. Vince might have been on that list. Um, how did he, this guy land Jesse Jess? Uh, well, he's young and really awkward. And I'm kind of like, I feel like I was kind of a predator when I first started messaging you. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Like, I felt like a shark. Like, he was this young, impressionable, cute boy, you know? Like, you're and I was like, him into the cage. <laughs> pretty much. Fucking walking him down. Like, all right, kid. I knew it. I yeah. Knew it. I think all these alpha guys were trying to like, hey, Jesse, look at me. I got a big cock. You know, and then they were trying to impress you that way. 
But meanwhile, yeah. this like nervous Hawaiian dude in the corner that yeah. you want to be the girl that like gets him, right? Yeah, well that's it. Like I'm in charge, right? Yeah. And so thing if if I if I go for like the big meathead macho guys, like they're gonna get upset when they realize that I'm in charge. Whereas he knew from the start. So that's how right. it works. It's never a power struggle. And now he's in the LFA. When he gets to the UFC, is he done? No, he's in Bellator now. Oh, he's in Bellator. Oh, yeah, cool. he's in Bellator now. Oh, nice. How did how did he do? Uh, he lost his first fight. He got he fought this. Uh, he fought the the guy who fought fucking Paige's husband last. Awesome. And this tall, yeah, 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 this tall black dude. He's a jiu-jitsu black belt, and he just out grappled Ty. Got so. it. Got it. And uh, did you make him yeah. feel better that night? Were you like you're still champ to me kind of thing? No, not really. That's what my job is. That's what my job. Fucking go on Instagram. There's other people that'll do that for you. What really? What? what, what so, so he lost. Did you ignore him? What? What did you do? No, I didn't ignore him. I was like, "Hey, do you want to get some chocolate? Like, let's eat some food." We just. And what are you gonna say? Yeah. Hey, what, what's he supposed to say? Like, like, yeah, like, like, yeah. I was, I was his fucking cornerman. So everything I said to him was like, "Oh, you fucked this up. We need to change this." You know, like uh, that was and, my job. And was, I wasn't was, there as his girlfriend. Was he like, I had enough chocolate tonight? The guy beat my ass. Um, is that? Is he what? Is he like, I, I no, I had enough chocolate. The guy that just beat me because he got beat by a black <laughs> That's all black guy just beat me. Enough chocolate for tonight. Yeah, that's so fucked up. That's so fucked up, Adam. <laughs> I got my pill. All right. Well, listen. I, so okay. So all right. Well, let's talk about you. So you you um you fought Panny. You lost to Panny. Uh, yes. It was, it was a it was a good fight. It was it was a solid. Was fight. it? I haven't watched it yet. It was well. The first time she butt bombed you. She sat on your face. Yeah. And, it was better than that. <laughs> and, and she put her ass in your face. Uh, yes. This was better. Um, are we? I knocked stop? her tooth out. There you go. Boom. You yeah. hit yeah. hard. Uh, now, what do we? But what do we learn from that fight? What are we going to do different in our next fight? Uh, well, I was a fucking mess that fight. First lesson is don't go fight in fucking Russia. That's yeah. number one. I got food poisoning. The yeah, well, the first day I got there, well, the the first morning I was there, I got food poisoning. So I was throwing up until I had to cut weight and then cut weight, weighed in and was throwing up again that night. So it was oh. like the whole week was just shitty, you know? Um, but really, like, I don't know. I, I, I think I need to watch it to really be able to analyze it properly. But I knew I was a little undersized. Like, when they weighed me before I fought on the night, I was 141 pounds. Like I'd be walking around at 143 the whole camp because I just couldn't put weight on. Like it was weird. So now I'm I'm back up to 149, 150, and the mission has been just to get bigger, get thicker, get a bit bigger, but just be strong. Because I know I have power, but if there's no like muscle to go behind the power, it's kind of it's bullshit. Like it's yeah. fucking good for nothing, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, everyone who's everyone I know who spars you says that you go fucking hard in sparring. <laughs> like you try nah. to people out in sparring. Like you're just a yeah. Fuck. Well, I like I don't know. If I'm in camp, I always feel like if I'm in camp and I'm getting ready for a fight, like you should know what's going to happen if you spar with if you spar with me. Like if you spar with anyone who's getting ready for a fight, you should expect that they're going to try to fight you. Like we're practicing to fucking fight someone. Yeah. So I'll never feel bad for hurting someone when I'm in camp, you know, because I'm like, if you can't handle it, don't, 
but it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, like, no, it's yeah. okay to say no. Yeah. I'll never be upset at someone saying no. I'd rather that instead of me getting a shitty round or being made to feel guilty because someone else couldn't handle it. Now, Shang is divorced twice. He's got two kids. No, I'm not divorced twice. <laughs> all right. All right. What the fuck are you talking right. about? Shang's got two kids, but he's very lonely. Okay. He needs to. I'm okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. His last girlfriend broke his heart. He was crushed. Uh, what, what are you talking you- about? What would you Shang, do you, do you not know Adam? This is Adam. What kind, I know. Of, what kind of advice <laughs> do you get for Shane? Because he needs a girl like he you. Knows. He needs a girl to take charge. He's just uh, don't like, get married again. I would say that's number one. All right. And there's something with you Americans. I meet a lot of guys who are like three, four times divorced out here. I don't no, understand. Is marriage like, is marriage like it's just a sham? convenient, easy? A sham. Is it something? Because I know so many like multiple times divorced. Dudes, it doesn't make sense to me. So no, I, I wouldn't know. I would not have been divorced twice. So no, okay, you, well, <laughs> the last girl fucking killed you, right? I mean, you were you came to the comedy club. You were in tears. You were like, "Oh my what god, what are you talking about?" You broke your heart. When did when did this happen? At the Laugh Factory in Long Beach, you showed up. I was I was in tears. No, you were. It was like a Lifetime movie, Jess. Okay, and I was. Okay. <laughs> I came in. I came in. I, I wanted to get a sex change. I was just, yeah, yeah. I was like, he, needs help. He, needs, he needs a girl like you, Jess. I feel like you need to give advice for men to to man up, right? I don't. I uh, I don't know if I'm gonna give it advice because I don't. Uh, I don't know. I All don't right. really think anyone does it right. You okay. know. All right. All right. Yeah, everybody question. fucks up. Next question. Yeah. So, so Wean Dog likes to have sex with girls and put knives up to them. Um and guns. Wait, is he still with the same girl? Ween dog? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. everyone was really excited about him finally having a girlfriend. Yes, yes. Now now you're into knives and stuff, but you're into knives like when guys are having sex with you put a knife up to you because that's what he seems to uh, hot, Well man. because I've had an ex boyfriend try to kill me before, I don't really like to go that far. You know what I mean? Might be a little bit of a trigger. I haven't tried it. I'm not really willing to try it. Okay. No, like pain yeah. play, like with whips or anything like that. Like, like fucking nipple twisters. Sure, hell Chinese yeah, dude. Burns. That's more yeah. mild side. But... So you everybody on the swelly halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody's just gonna gloss over the fact that Wing Dog puts knives in women's throats. <laughs> no, nobody's gonna say. I'm not glossing over shit. Yeah, we're both sitting there going, "What the fuck just happened?" What happened? I don't do it to every girl. What happened to every girl? Dude, you went on an arrow choke. You went on about a rifle, right? Why is everybody attacking me, dude? What the hell? I just asked. I want to know. If a girl asks me to put a knife to her throat, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to question her. I'm going to just, you know. Oh, she asked. Yeah. What if she asked you to actually cut her though? Would you cut that it? bitch? I don't give a fuck. As long as I'm coming, baby, that's all I care about. <laughs> end of the day. End of the day. This is why I didn't let you into the PI. Hey, you ever watch Mindhunter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Jess, how many? Now, a lot of a lot of these girls that are fighters are getting OnlyFans accounts, right? Or fans only, <laughs> where they're they're posting naked pics and like boob shots, and some girls are doing their nails or peeing. I know that people are asking you left and right to do this. Are you tempted or no? No, I'm I'm not that desperate for money. Financially, I'm fine. I don't need to do it. I make enough money just putting my butt on Instagram. I don't need to do an OnlyFans account. There you Good. go. Good. Not TikTok. <laughs> nah, fuck, man. Fuck TikTok. 
That fucking app is the bane of my existence. Every single person around me right now is into fucking TikTok, and it drives me mental. Yeah, I, hate that, I hate that app. I think that app yeah. is corny. I'm not Dude, Ty, Ty downloaded it fucking four days ago, and that motherfucker has been on it literally every waking hour since. Yeah, that's me nuts. My wife yells at me enough for other apps. I don't need another app to fucking not pay attention <laughs> Like, fuck that. She uh, knows about your grinder account? Yeah, yeah, she knows about my, about both grinders. Uh, <laughs> so that's, Adam, I've always known you love the grinder. Come on. Course, <laughs> only with you, Shang. Oh, that's so, true. Um, that's true. That's true. So, all right. So look at you. I'm, I'm happy. You've been in a relationship for like over a year now. Dude, right? How weird is that? The record. This is yeah, a- it is. Well, apparently the awkward guy won. The awkward, yes, the awkward guy won. The awkward guy is the one that you said, you know what? I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah, cause you know what? Cause when I started messaging him, like after about a week of talking, he told me that he thought I was playing a trick on him when I was messaging him. Like he was that, he was that like certain that I wouldn't really be into him because he holds me at such a high, on such a high pedestal that he was like, there's no fucking way this is true. And I was like, oh, you think it's not true? Watch, you know? So then but that's kind of, that's kind of what hooked me. I was like, you really thought this was a joke? Like, you think I'm that big a deal that for me to message you, it would have to be a joke? So how many, yeah. how many days did it take for you guys to hook up? Cause it sounds like he's not making a move. So you're on like a, third- no, he doesn't, no, he doesn't make a move. Uh, well, I was in Melbourne when I started messaging him. Like I hit him up through Instagram. Um, and it took like six days and so he picked me up from the airport. The Did you throw him on the bed and you were like, take off your pants? Is that how it went? No, I'm, I made him buy me ramen first and then. <laughs> then she <laughs> threw him on the bed. <laughs> you have to buy ramen first. Come on, Adam. Ramen. You know Quickest Adam, of my is through ramen. Wow. You buy ramen, you put a knife to her neck. Then you <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Good for you. I'm not, good for you. Because he seems like a nice guy. I don't, I don't think he speaks English, but he seemed like, a, like when I met him, he was like. He speaks a version of English. Yeah. When I met Pigeon's him. Pigeon's a version of English, right? Hiding in the corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't you tell people to go touch his dick? Yeah, I did. I, yeah. When I was on stage, I said, there's a professional fighter here who loves the fans, <laughs> but he wants, make sure you guys grab his cock at the end of the show if you want a picture. Um, <sighs> I think he was like, he like ran out of the room. He, I don't know. <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, listen, Jess, uh, so what, what's, what do you got? Are you fighting again anytime soon? Do you have a fight on the books? Fuck, dude. I don't know. I was trying. There was an Austin card at the end of June that I really wanted to be on, but who knows right now? I don't know. Are you are you, are you training every day? Uh yeah, yeah. Right. Now are you, are you going to stay at one forty five? Are you going to go back to one thirty five? Well, I'm at one thirty five. I'm staying at one thirty five. Oh, good. Good. Do I, I look that thick? I look one forty. No, I thought you were. You, oh, said, you said you were at one forty one. You said you weighed no. at one forty one. Not even close. She's walking yeah, around. Yeah, the day after I waited at thirty five. Oh, yeah. oh, oh! I thought I thought you went up. She said I she's like, yeah, I was at I was at twenty five. Remember, I was right, at twenty five and I've gone up to thirty five. Kept missing weight. Uh, yeah, got, I actually know. didn't miss. I missed weight once. To be fair. Okay, fine. Well, you got big Whatever. wins. I mean, you got wins over Paige Van Zant. You got wins over Rowdy Beck. You, you know, are they big wins though? Like, are they? Yes, they're big wins. Yes, uh, any win in the UFC is a big win, and you got yeah, and you got plenty of them. Just stop that bullshit. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big deal. Stop it. 
Oh, she's okay. that girl who's okay. like, I'm like, you're pretty. Am I pretty? Am I pretty? <laughs> Tell me again. <laughs> yeah. But no, that is a big deal, especially if you look at just across the board to beat someone like that, you go, okay, got to give them big props. So you should. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just a little jaded because I've also lost two in a row. So right now I'm like at that stage where I don't oh, know how like, I feel yeah. about everything. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't get stopped. Okay. No. They were, they were, no. I mean, they were, they were, they were both boring fights. Uh, yeah, no, one, good. no one's going to remember them. Okay. Yeah, and, and like, and like, <laughs> so, so don't worry about it. All right. You're hanging there. You're, you the fans love you. The fans love yeah. you. Right. And, and you're doing good. Okay. Cool. Thank you. I, yeah, I actually like wasn't fishing for compliments, but I do appreciate that. You came to my, <laughs> came to my kid's first birthday party. You know how much that meant to me? Yeah. 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 Vince didn't show up. Yeah. Where were you, Ween? Vince, yeah, Vince didn't show up. Vince didn't show up. I wasn't invited, motherfucker. Well, we talk not allowed near kids. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Vince didn't show up to half his fights anyway. So true. But, <laughs> but wow. listen, thank I you. was there. You were there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was yep. there. Yeah. Well, well, Jess, thank you so much, and uh, love to have you back on soon. Anytime, anytime. See you guys. Take See care. You. That was Jesse Jess. All uh, right. Um, let's talk about the elephant in the room or the elephant on the Zoom. She's obviously not doing too well. She's living in a trailer with uh, some dude from Tahiti who's just straight from his village. Okay. Um, Could we all agree that she kind of missed out on like a perfect like a opportunity? She could, be living, she could be living at your, at your parents' house instead? Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Right there under that desk. I think that yeah, I, I, I think he makes a good point. She did. Yeah, she did dodge. She dodged. She dodged a, a bullet. They're living in Sacramento with crazy homeless people. She, she literally dodged the bullet because his gun would have went off during sex. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love that. I would live in a fucking RV in a second. I thought about getting an RV and going from town to town doing stand-up comedy, and like. You did? For a second, I was like, that'd be fucking awesome. Before I never I- thought of that shit. I'm like, fuck that. I like hotels and nice shit. Yeah. Showers. After 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 grinding for a long time, when you start getting nice shit, and we've been on the road together and some nice weird shit, gigs. Nice shit is great. Don't get me wrong. Nice shit is great. So like, when you when you first have like real real nice food, like real good food from a nice restaurant, fuck dude. You know Exactly. So Just no, but I think that a nice hotel. But a nice, a nice RV, one of those, one of those nice, great RVs, maybe. But before I had a kid, but after my son was born, my first son was born, I was like, I can't, I couldn't do it. I mean, I thought about traveling the world because I watched Pulp Fiction. And he's like, I'm just gonna walk the earth and get into adventures. That's what I, that's what I thought, and and then fight different people in different bars across the world. But then I said, Nah. Yeah, but you can't do. Yeah, you're right. When you have a family, you can't do that. It changes. It changes your whole year. Like, Ween? Fuck it, dude. That'd be so fun. Ween, what would be fun. Cowboy, why, why do you have a cowboy hat on, Ween? Dude, I, I bought this cowboy hat, hat on Amazon for some reason, and I never <laughs> wear it. So I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to put on some country music today and wear my cowboy hat, put on a flannel. I'm going to fucking groove out, dude. It, it looks good on you, though. I mean, uh, no bullshit. It looks cool on you. It, it looks like yeah. it looks good on you. Appreciate cool it. All right, let's talk about some of the fights. Okay, so they're saying May 9th what fight? on Fight Island, which is uh, an island off Fiji. They're going to have this fight. Uh, is that confirmed now? It's is not. That, is that the no, island? No, island? I, I, it wasn't confirmed. Well, according to Dana, it's going to happen. Um, so 
on that card, I've got, we got Ferguson, J- uh, Gaethje, which we're all picking Ferguson, right? Yes. yes. Um, and then Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. Cejudo. I got Dom. You got Dom? I got Dom for sure. I always got Dom. Oh, I got really? Dom for sure. I always got Dom all day, dude. Dom, Dom is so crafty. And you know his his distance in and out. I I don't know, man. I I get I give it to him all the way. Cejudo, I'll give it yeah, to him. Like, like three years. Point, he didn't fight point, before for a long time, and look how well he. Point, I mean, he's got Cejudo, that fucking it factor. Yeah, exactly. Cejudo might be a better athlete at this point. He's younger, stronger, faster. Maybe we'll see how Dom Cruz you know shows up, but. The fight IQ, the experience, Thank you. And, and his ability to break down opponents is just unmatched. Like, I, I, Okay, fine. Tyler, I totally get it. And I think a prime Dominic Cruz, 100%, let's make that argument. Oh, sure. But we're talking about – and then a, a non-prime Cejudo, right? The, the Cejudo who lost to uh, – who, who lost to – what's his name? Um, the alpha male kid that's uh, – Chad, not Chad Mendez. The other uh, – yeah, 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 yeah. Joseph Benavidez, right? Sure. Benavidez. But we're but we're talking about a Cejudo who beat uh, DJ, who knocked out. Which is Marlon, amazing. That you got out, that's that's big time. Knocked out Marlon Moraes, right? His last fight didn't he? Didn't he beat Marlon Moraes in his last fight? He. Uh, um, we're talking yeah. about a guy who's. Oh, no, he like, did. man. I think Dom. I think Dom is is too. He's too weird. He's too crafty. He's too crafty. And plus, even if he hasn't fought for a long time, you see that his style lends it where he can in and out. Then he'll and he'll and and I've seen people try to just knock his fucking block off, and now, he just slips it. Exactly. Like, Cody, Cody beat him because Cody's just faster, straight up. Right. All right. Yeah. He's he's fast as fuck, but not. But no, no, no. Cejudo, uh, like Cejudo, isn't as fast as as Cody. Okay, but not Cody, even close. He's not even close as fast. He's as fast. I mean, he's okay, fast. He's, he's not fast. No, he's be able to catch. I don't Guys, think his last fight. Him. His last fight was December thirtieth, two thousand sixteen. Fine. Okay, that's four years off. Cool. Okay, and that was to Cody Garbrandt. Before that, he beat Uriah Faber barely. He beat TJ uh, split decision. What? Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking about Dominic Cruz's last three fights. He beat TJ Dillashaw by split decision. Uriah Faber, he beat unanimous. And Cody Garbrandt, he lost, right? That's four years ago. Fine. All right. So now we're talking about Henry Cejudo, right? I, granted, okay, if anyone can come back from four years off and, and put some – and he's also, he's also really smart. And, he's, and, he, and, he, and I think he's smarter That's than Cejudo. I think he comes out and fights different than we've seen him. And he might like, be able to get in Cejudo's head. But who's he going to train with? That's going to mimic Cejudo, though. Who's going to have the Olympic wrestling gold medal credentials that's going to have Cejudo, right? So who's who, – who's, I mean, who's he going to bring I mean, in? Uh, uh, um, All right, so he beat Marlon Morass last year. Morass? Yeah, Dillashaw. Knocked out Dillashaw in one round. So we're talking about Cejudo. But he beat Demetrius Johnson, Sergio Pettis, and Wilson. I don't – the Demetrius Johnson thing is still up in the air to me. I was there. It was a close fight. It was a very no, but come on, man. It was it was a little bit suspect. He's fought fought one, two, three, four, five. He's fought six times since Dominic Cruz has last fought and taken no damage. Maybe in the Morass fight, he took damage in the first round. It was kind of he like got rocked, but he took no damage against Dillashaw. Johnson didn't really hit him. 
So, uh, Pettis didn't hurt him. Wilson Hayes didn't hurt him. So last time he really got hurt was the Joseph Benavides fight four years ago. Granted, we don't know what it's like in sparring. Maybe he's getting rocked in sparring. He's sparring with killers over in Arizona. But the, I don't know. The way, I think, the, I don't know. The way it looks I out, I mean, I a lot of times, Shang, because I fall into this too. I fall into the, like, well, remember how good Mike – I thought Mike Tyson might knock out Lennox Lewis because I was remembering how good Tyson was back in the day. But not I mean, right. You buy into the thought process of the past. Yeah, you right. forget that these guys. It's four years ago, five years I, ago. And like Dom, I don't. I, I know. Okay, maybe me and Tyler, we're we're on the same page. I just think his IQ is so high that he's going to adjust, and he's going to fucking he's going to pepper this dude to death, man. Look, I want him to win, and I do think that he can get. I, into, I want him to win too. I, want I think that he can get into Henry Cejudo's head. Thank you. Yes, and, he, and he's very good at that too. And make fight a fight that he didn't want to fight, you know, that favors Dominic Cruz. Okay. Also, Amanda Nunez, Felicia Spencer, supposed to be on this card. That just got Uh, called off. What, that got called off? Yeah. Amanda Nunez? Yeah. Yeah, she she pulled out. Okay. Uh, I'm 99% sure. Ngannou versus Rosenstruck. Yes, I got a knockout over him that (sighs) – Right. No, that's that looked like a looked like a superhero movie where he, that, yeah it was I've never seen Overeem get fucking clocked like that ever 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 really but though what about the fight against uh, Ngannou? No, that's the one I'm talking oh, about. Oh yeah, but I'm saying Rosenstreak also not got Overeem with like no. ten seconds left. But it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. No. I give I give it to that. I give it to the giant fucking guy from Black Panther. That's all. <laughs> I'm but the other guy it. has the same description. The other guy's also huge giant black guy. I mean, it's but like, no, I, I no, but I'm saying I really do think it's going to be. Uh, Tyler, I don't know. I think mm, I think Rosenstruck has a little bit more finesse to his, but he doesn't have his, the power. He doesn't have the power. So thank if, you, and Gano, and that's the thing, like. That motherfucker's a monster. It reminds me of like a young JDS, you know, where he's like, no, I mean, he, not he, as good. He's knocking dudes out in ten seconds. This guy Rosen Street. It's still, it's not that you know that you could even if he's, JDS was doing that. JDS was, do, I mean, not not ten seconds, but not like, ten seconds, but anyways, you got like, power wise, clearly tell, like, okay, this fool's not that he's going to get his ass kicked, right? All right, uh, Ween Dog. I, I think they know. both have severe power in their hands. I think Francis obviously has more power than yes. Rosen Struke. I think that's what they're trying to say. But they both have insane black man power. We all can agree on that. Right. But um I think from, they're both from Wakanda. Both yeah, they got that Wakanda <laughs> sand shoveling Straight thing. Up, <laughs> but I think Nganu is just more athletic and he's you know he's at the PI every single day, right? That's where he trains. So he's yeah. around like these Great UFC people that are trying to get him down the right track because I'm pretty sure the UFC wants him to be champion. So I think he has more skills in a more variety of areas than uh, Rosa Streak. I think both guys aren't that skilled in every direction. Like, I don't think they're both that great on the ground. I think we can agree on that. I think they're both. Oh, no, they're not. The ground is. Yeah. No, yeah, but but their hands. Yeah. I I feel like when he hits, he's like Ben Grimm. He's like Ben Grimm. If if a black guy was fucking Ben Grimm, it would be him. The even last couple like fights, even people are like, I fall down. Like I'm watching. <laughs> he like when he. There's a difference. I, what I'm saying is Francis. For some reason, I I think he does have more power. But when he hits people, it, it looks like their soul 
comes out of their body. Yeah. Yeah. He just got something is something more devastating about what's right. He got that. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, so also on this card, Jeremy Stevens versus Calvin Guitar. Uh, that's going to be a good fight, too. I like I like I, Stevens. I, you like who? Calvin. I like Jeremy I Stevens because he's like, well, I've liked him ever since that McGregor. I've always liked him, but ever since that McGregor thing when he's like, who the fuck is that guy? Because that became like the biggest meme ever. And he, and people don't realize he got set up for that. Like, yeah. on TV. Someone and, told him, like, hey, say something. No, Fox Sports was like, hey, say something. You guys aren't talking enough. So then he goes, hey, I'm the best guy ever. I knock people out. And then Connor goes, who the fuck is that guy? And then everyone clowns him. And it's just like, oh, man. Like, And I've been in those situations. I'm sure Shang has too. Where Very much so. He's like, say something and you do, and then you get shit on. Uh, that's pretty much my entire career. So um, <laughs> so I, I felt for Jeremy Stevens when that happened. I, I, I want Stevens to win. I want Stevens to win. I, to me – I think sometimes you have to have the heart pick, not just, you know, the skills pick. Does that make sense what I'm saying? There's been fights where I've seen people, I go, I like his heart more than I like this guy, even though this guy has more skills. Also, Verdun versus Alexi Olnick is supposed to be on this card. Uh, Olnick's the guy that, isn't that the guy that gets everyone from the bottom? Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Uh, Yeah. Against Verdun, I want to see if he could do that against Verdun. Like, I don't think he can. No, he can, no way. No, stop it. No. Okay, he had a grappling – dude, he had a grappling match with Gordon Ryan. He lost in, like, 30 seconds. I, I saw that. Right? Which, Gordon Ryan, fine. He is the best grappler in the world, best Nogi grappler in the world. But Verdum is a close second. Who do you think? Who do you think? Who do Top black belt. Like, he's all not right, going right, to – In straight grappling, who wins? Uh, Gordon Ryan or Verdum? Gordon Ryan. No. Gordon Ryan. Dang, I don't think you understand this guy. I do. I, I know. I know. I see. Don't ha- come don't on, bro. That. You watch. You watch straight grappling matches. I I watch them, but I'm saying there's a different element. You got. You got to always add the extra element. I it's, I hate when people actually no, say. No, we're talking about grappling. It's I like, know about grappling. You, he said. Ju- you said just grappling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dang, I love you, but I don't think you know. I don't well, think Gordon Ryan will smoke. Smoke him. Huh? Dude. Alright, so in the fight, who do you got then? Who do you have on the fight? In a fight? In the fight, yeah. In a fight, Verdum. I take Verdum. Over Gordon Ryan. Yeah, of course. Hundred percent I take Verdum. But in a straight grappling match, I take Gordon Ryan over Fabrizio Verdum every single day. day. All day. What about a prime Verdum? Even so. Wow. He's the best in the world, dude. Yeah, he's the best in the world. I don't know. Tyler, I don't know as much as you Tyler, I don't know as much about grappling as you do. I don't know about, but, but, but wasn't Verdum the best in the world at one point too? He was, but it was, it's, it's a different game now. It's so much like. Uh, so you think it's because of the distance of now and then? Yeah. Purely. Oh. Purely. Like back then, it would have been it would have been up to whoever you know whoever worked harder, whoever knew more. Now there's like the the John Danaher guys, the Danaher Death Squad have a complete system. It's like they have an answer. You watch them, and they have an answer for every single thing you do. So it's like, oh, I'm getting this underhook. I might get a position. It's like, oh no, that's killed. Well, and yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but didn't Shoeface uh, tap Gary Tonin with a flying triangle? Yes. 
Yeah, and, and Gary Tony is a hundred and fifty-five pounder, dude. <laughs> and I'm Gary Tony is a hundred and fucking with you, Doug. I'm just fucking with you. Man. I'm just saying, no, no, no. Like you're right, he did. But there's also a mat like sixty pound weight advantage to him. So, well, you know what, Tyler? I might be thinking doom before. That's why I'm stuck in that mindset. And that and Adam, we've done the same thing where you go, "Hey, remember Tyson used to be," and you can't say used to be. Well, no, yeah, like, right. okay. But at one point, point, he was one of the best in the world. For sure. And he still is. I would still consider him one of the best in the world. That's what I'm saying, how good Gordon Ryan is. Like, Gordon Ryan has right, lost. What about Gordon Ryan? What about Usada Gordon Ryan? Dude. Usada Gordon Ryan? Yeah. Oh, he's for, sure, he's for sure juice. I mean, they're all juice. But I'm saying Usada Gordon Ryan versus, versus Verdum. I still say Gordon Ryan. Wow. Dude. wow. That's, okay. See, that's why I Adam, and you're like, I don't think Here's you the question. I don't follow grappling as much as I do other okay. things. Okay, Verdum, Verdum or Barnett? Straight grappling. Mm. I, th- I feel like Barnett sometimes, I wouldn't say he doesn't show up, but like, but sometimes he just murders people, and other times he gets tapped out by uh, Ben Rothwell with like a titty chart. Right. You know, yeah, I think so, he's inconsistent. No, he's, he's too inconsistent. I, I hate to say that, you know, but it just it depends on what Josh Barnett. I think on any given day, Barnett could beat anybody. Right, but Josh Barnett, there's some that he's fucking. He's like a seesaw. He fluctuates too much, and sometimes he shows up and he's a fucking monster. Another time you Fair go, enough. what are you doing? Gordon Ryan beat Josh Barnett in 45 seconds. Wow, he's straight up. But okay, a Barnett. Oh, wait, a Barnett that's Ooh. on point or not a Barnett? There's a difference. I mean, a Barnett that's different. been training and been doing tournaments. And like these these type of exhibition shows. All right, moving on. Like mounted, all right, mounted so, uh, his arm and fucking choked the shit out of him. Just, oh too? shit! Wow. Okay. What do you want? Lucy. All right. Also oh, on no. this card, according to Dana White, Donald Cerrone versus Anthony Pettis rematch. Ooh. Donald Cerrone been getting his clock clean lately. <laughs> no, I mean it's the truth. You, I'm not, come on, he's been getting his clock clean. I think he's he's too he's too punch drunk. He's been getting his ass beat. Yeah, but the thing about Donald Cerrone is, like, no no pressure Donald Cerrone wins every time. And then pressure Donald Cerrone sometimes gets in his head. So in this fight, everyone's counting Cerrone out. And people are going to say Andy Pettis is going to kill him. And this might be the Cerrone that shows up that fucking knocks out Pettis that makes you believe in him again. I know. Pettis, no, no, no. Wow. Okay. Cerrone, okay, even the last fight, you said the pressure. Okay, it shouldn't be about the pressure at this fucking level, dude. Did you, yeah, but it is. Sometimes people. No. Sometimes people just perform. I don't think it was the pressure in the last fight. I, I think, think he, he just got, got he got fucking tagged. He got beat up. Yeah. You yeah, dude, he, broken fucking, a broken no fucking orbital bone ten seconds in, like it, you're not recovering from. It's not at the end of the fight where you'll be getting tagged and you get and finally it breaks, but that shit shatters and you're like, oh. They, Oh, I'm 10 seconds in. And I got more time to go. It's yeah. over. Oh, now but I got Anthony Pettis. Oh, Anthony, oh, Pettis Anthony Pettis is so fucking – I mean, he's fought some wars. I like Anthony Pettis, but I'm telling you, I just think he he got that dog in him. That, and Cerrone got a dog in him, but it just seems like lately the dog has been just like, hey, I'm just happy. I'm just happy, you know, water skiing. Okay, and, uh, but let's, but let's, play American play. let's play MMA math for a second, right? Anthony Pettis lost his last fight to Nate Diaz. Um, Nate Diaz then got kind of beat up by, by Masvidal. 
So that Anthony Pettis that shows up versus this Donald Cerrone is a pretty interesting matchup. Um, okay. I mean, it's interesting. I just still think Cerrone, he's been taking some fucking, you know. Some, some no, he, he got knocked out by Gaethje, and then he got knocked out by uh, by Connor, both in the first round. Right. That's what I'm saying. You don't think that residual, even though it's been a while. And no, with fighters, come on. You don't think with fighters, I think that residual. I do. But then, but then again, like I thought Hernandez was going to beat Donald Cerrone because he was this young undefeated guy that knocked out Benil Darius in one round. And I was like, oh, they're, they're, it's, and then Cerrone comes back and just fucks up. You mean the knockout King Benil Darius? (laughs) Darius is fucking. That last fight. Oh my God. I'm still. I mean, yeah, yeah, Darius has knocked out, uh, what's his name? Who's, who's awesome. Uh, that, that kid, uh. Are close. Is that him? Who? Dracar Close. Dracar Close Close is a great fighter. And Darius has knocked him out. Fuck out of him. So. Amazing. I'm saying, so I don't know. Uh, in this fight, yeah, the money, the smart money would be on Anthony Pettis, but the X factor is Donald Cerrone might come out looking like a world beater because that's. He likes. No, I've seen him do it. No, I've seen Cerrone do it, and you got to. You can't like count Cerrone out. But I'm just saying, it, even when Pettis was getting his ass beat, um, and they, they had to stop the fight because he was just getting bludgeoned. But the bottom line is, up to that point, you still saw him just go, 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 and he still was throwing shots. He yeah. still was going down the down, down the middle. But if, if you look at Cerrone, his last fights, it was just bam. Oh shit, my shit shattered. It's over. This. It, truthfully, like me, Connor just so shattered think, that motherfucker. Do you think if Pettis' orbital would have blown up too, he would have kept fighting? No, I think I think the same thing happened, and that's like people aren't giving Donald Cerrone credit. They're saying he gave. It's not a giving up. Thing. It's not a giving up. He got his like, eyes got shattered. Hit. Like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. It's like it's already done. Like it's so already we'll, done. We'll make a Your pick. body's just so like fuck. So who, who who do you think wins the fight? See, why'd you do that, Tyler? I'm going to go Pettis. I'm going to go Pettis. Uh, okay, Adam, what about you? I love Donald Cerrone, but okay, so the Pettis, we all know the, the thing with his hand before the Tony Ferguson fight, right? He right. cut his hand because USADA fucking came back there, made him do a piss test, and the glass was, was broken, and he sliced his hand open. Are you serious? 30 minutes before yeah. the fight. Yeah, 30 minutes before the fight, and then ended up breaking. That's the hand that broke, I believe. Ended up breaking his hand in the fight, so it's like it's not like they were gonna. I'm they were gonna. Cerrone. I'm gonna Cerrone. I think Cerrone is is was humiliated. I think he took it really personal. I think he fucking hates the fact that like everyone was calling him a quitter or the fight was fixed. I think he comes back like a fucking monster and beats Anthony Pettis. Wow, right? That's a that's a fucking call and a half for your ass. I love Adam. it. I love. We're gonna have to talk about it. after that if it goes down. That come on. I, I would love to see Donald Cerrone. I love Donald Cerrone. Yeah. Uh, he's, dog. he's you can basically just flip a coin on this fight because it's very, very difficult. I think guys are like in similar stages in their careers, especially if you look at their previous fights. Uh, but I think Pettis is probably going to win this fight because I don't think he has as much distractions as Cerrone does. You know, Cerrone just hasn't had a kid and he's still going out, you know, jumping off a uh, helicopters on a jet ski. All this crazy shit. And um, I think Pettis, you know, there's a fire lit under his ass, especially coming from Duke Rufus's camp. Duke Rufus wins like one out of every 10 fights, their camp. Can you agree with that? It's not uh, the best track record for Duke Rufus. They've been having a tough time as of late. I mean, between, between uh, Askren 
and then that girl that lost to Roxy, yeah, Nathan Barber, um, and then CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah, CM no, Punk. But that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> like you even said. Really no, I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't fight CM Punk. Yeah, I would. But um, yeah, I, I'm. I, you're right. I think because they're coming off of that. But Adam just now nah, you fucking changed my mind. Adam made a good point. The the humiliation might actually light a fire under Cerrone's ass. Dude, that's how he is, bro. Like when he left um when he left Jackson's camp and started his own camp because he got fucked over with the Mike Perry situation. According to him, he right. was on a mission and he stopped Mike Perry in one round. Um, that Cerrone's a, takes things very personal. First time I met him, he goes, roast me, I'll fuck you up. That was the first thing he said to me. And, and like, and then we became friends. He came to my show in New York and he's a, he's a, a nice guy, but he's some of these people, man. Like, I mean, yeah. as comics, like sometimes you, you get, you, you need that. It's like when everyone tells you you can't do something is when you want to do it. That's, that's how I am. People say, no, oh, I know what you're saying. No, I agree with you. I didn't think about it from that standpoint. I was looking at it and uh, Wayne said it perfectly. You got to think that's a lot of distractions, a lot of weird shit he does that takes him out of his mindset and him having that little baby, your mindset either it lights a fire or you get real comfortable. Well, first right? he Pettis doesn't have that. Pettis doesn't have that. And Pettis still does have some shit to prove. He still wasn't yeah. Cerrone kind of is cemented. He's going to, he's going to be in the hall of fame, all of that. Pettis still seems like he got that fire. Pettis was the champ. He was the WC champ. Exactly. So he still has that, 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 does that make sense what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. but I, but you made a good point. Now you made me fucking fluctuate. God damn you, Adam. I got Fight. you. All right. Also, Greg Hardy, who, you know, Greg Hardy, he's the guy that yeah. NFL and what he got accused of beating up the women and, or a woman. Like he got accused. He, he did it. He fucking did it. He, he, I, hey, so you ain't gonna give me oatmeal in the morning, bitch. Hey, come on. He, he's a fucking woman beater. Uh, so he's fighting Jorgen DeCastro, who everyone's saying Jorgen's gonna fuck him up. I don't know much about Jorgen DeCastro. I do know that Greg Hardy, according to his, uh, according to, what's his name, um, Dean, Dean Thomas, Thomas, is a, a great guy and a great guy to coach and wants to learn and. That's what everybody um, says. As everyone says, right? Everybody that trains with him, like, is like, oh, he's the nicest guy, he's so cool, he's so, like, you know, like, helps out, you know, and it's like, well, yeah. yeah, I give the guy credit because, you know, to go from a sport where he goes home, it's he like was probably game. the best. I get the guy, the guy was probably the best football player in high school. Then he probably, the, then he was the best in college. Then he was amazing in the NFL. To go yeah. from that to like learning a whole new sport and starting from the beginning, you got to give the guy Again, credit. Like I've said before, those guys are coachable. It's like they know when they don't know something at that point, at that level. Yeah. They know once they don't know something, and if someone says, oh, do it like this, they're like, okay. Yeah. And they just do it. All right. So, so also, on the card. Not knowing how to box, so being in the UFC, because people just tell them, do this, and it's like, all right, do it. And their body just does it. Also, on this May 9th card, Carla Esparza versus the Karate Hottie. Interesting fight, because Esparza's obviously got the wrestling and the grind, and Karate Hottie has the karate, uh, and like the striking. So this is basically like a UFC two fight. Although, um, Carla Esparza has gotten better in her striking. She, but not and, much though. And Karate Hottie had a, has a ground game. Has a ground yeah, game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah they both evolved in, in, in that, in their respective weaknesses. But Carla just had that march forward, just drive you into the cage, hold you against the cage, throw a knee into your leg, fucking bullshit, boring ass style. 
that wins her fights and won her the ultimate fighter. And, right, you know, yeah. It's a, it's a, but but she, she's not the most – come on, Adam. She's not the most – No, but her, I like her grind. I like the fact she grinds people down, but it is not – if you're if just watching, you go, Ugh. But her last couple of fights, I mean, she dropped Claudia Gadella. Um, she's been getting better at striking. She actually has been getting better at striking. And the karate – Karate hottie, that's her thing, though. Striking? Striking. Her striking is – Yeah, is, I don't think – yeah, I don't think she lets her get in – Getting close on her at all? I think she I keeps think her. She just keeps the shit out of her. Kick side kicks her face. That's it. That's who would you fight. rather? Who would you rather sleep with? Oh, Karate Hottie. You? Hundred <laughs> percent. Why'd you make that face when you made a face like? What kind of question is that? I feel Karate like Hottie. Karate Hottie. Like question, dude. I think I Carla, like Carla would put would, more effort into it. Yeah, I feel like Carla would try harder. I feel She'd like Karate Hottie. Would like <laughs> Mexican and Irish. She's Mexican and Irish. She's got yeah. something to prove. I think she was yeah, married absolutely. before. She was married yeah, she before. Yeah. Uh, divorced. I feel like the karate hottie would be like you'd be happy to be there with her. Like she would just right. say, there, right. like, look at me, and you'd be able to just look at her and be like, I am happy to be here. Whereas Carlo would like fucking punch you halfway through, start crying, right. um, elbow you, fucking you know. You're right. That would be a lot better. Oh, yeah. See, now you thought about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would be better. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it depends. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, I think maybe you look at pretty factor, maybe the karate high is prettier in some people's mind. But uh, as far as who would want it, I mean, sometimes the best girls I've ever slept with were the ones that, like, just they don't want it. They were unexpected. Like, they, right. They're like, you know, they're like, yeah, I'm glad to be here. I want the one that's glad to be there, too. But I would go with Hasparza because I just think she would just like she'd leg lock me, then just suck my dick real hard. Yeah, I want the one that's like not super hyped to be there, but they're still doing it because they're like, eh, might as well, right? Like, yeah, I'm here. No, you, also want, you also want to call back. Into it. It's like huh? you also want to call back. I mean, there there have been times where like a girl was out of my league, so I knew I had to step it up. Exactly, and that's what. I want the one that, like, doesn't know she wants to be there, and by the end of it, I'm getting that call back. Yeah. So, but who do you get for the fight? <laughs> That's Karate Hottie. I got you got Karate Hottie. I, 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 I think Karate Hottie is, is, is I think Carlo's going to win. I do, you too. Are really, you are really going against the grain, man. Well, every Adam. time I think Michelle's going to win, she loses. Uh, and every time I think she's going to lose, she wins. She wins. Um, and also on this card – also on this amazing card, uh, Jacare versus Uriah Hall. Ooh. Um, Uriah Hall, I feel like, doesn't know he's in a fight until, like, the third round. Somebody tells him, hey, man, you're in a fight. And then he just th- throws a flying knee and wins the fight. Yeah, I feel, I feel this might be different because Jacare tends to get in a uh, striking match. He tends to like getting into striking matches because it's worked out for him in the past. I think your eye hall is going to be different. You like do? if he if he keeps it standing, I think your eye hall knocks him out. Oh yeah, well. Oh, absolutely. Like, who's, ever, who's ever knocked Jacare out? Has he ever been knocked out before? No, I don't think so. No, I mean, you, I mean, you no, want no, no. Jacare, Jacare, even though his ground game is, is like top flight, he he yeah, does so, like, he likes to stand up and bang. That's what I'm saying. He got and knocked out by Robert Whitaker. If he stands up and bangs with Uriah, I'm telling you, he's going to be like, oh, shit, a foot. Pow, yeah. done. But yeah. couldn't he just get him against the cage, take him down and submit him? He could. He could, but he doesn't like doing that. He feels that, that, that like, I got to stand up and bang with you. I've seen him do it a couple times. He get 
he gets mollywhopped. I'm telling you right now, he does. And something if he does, if he sticks to going in ground game, then he might he might win that way. But I'm telling you, on the feet, it's a wrap. Yeah. If he decides that he wants to get into a striking match with Uriah, Uriah Hall, I think it's a bad, bad. It's a bad, bad call. But if you he goes, all right, fuck it, I'm going to take him down, then it's over and three But minutes. you got to think, how does this pandemic affect him, right? Because Uriah Hall obviously needs to bring in top-level grapplers to train with to get ready for Jacare. Get ready right? for him, right? I see what you're saying, yeah. So how many of those people out there are coming to his gym right now to do that? Whereas also I think people are still training. I mean, good I think, yeah, good amount of people. You, you think so? Yeah, a lot of people are still. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot people. of people still training. A lot of people are still like you got to think they got to. They got to. You got. You got to have that body on you. So I mean, they're taking that chance. Just like people are opening up certain certain parts of the country are opening because they're like, fuck it, I'll take the chance. And I think a lot of the fighters are doing that. By the way, I was hanging out with Uriah Hall at the MMA Awards last year. And people kept congratulating him, thinking he was style bender. Oh for my winning, God. Like, it was like really embarrassing after like the fourth person was like, dude, I loved your fight against you. And I'm just like, oh God. It was like. But he, he's, I've met him twice and he just seemed like he had such a nice nature about it. Like he doesn't like, well, fuck you. He sees something like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Also, also on this card, Vincente Luque versus Nico Price. That's a crazy uh, See, what? Okay. And Bryce Mitchell versus Charles Rosa. Charles Rosa is a great fighter. He's a guy. He's also a chef. Trains out of American. Uh, trains out of American top team. Came out to Florida to become a chef. Went to a gym to get in shape. Now he's in the. Yeah. Bryce Mitchell is the guy from um, Tennis, Arkansas, who accidentally uh, drilled his nuts with a uh, a, 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 a driller and put a nail into his ball sack. And then posted it online. Won his last two fights and keeps getting mad at Reebok for not uh, giving him camo shorts, which I think they and finally like, did. And um, is he another one that like did did jujitsu on YouTube? Like learned a lot of jujitsu on, on YouTube. Yeah, he's also a uh, twister on YouTube. Yeah, he's also a huge Trump supporter. And I and I, I think he was like talking about how you know huge Trump supporter, which also Wean Dog is too. Shang, I know you're also a big Trump supporter as well. Uh, well, everybody knows that. Word up, my brother. No, I'm not. Stop it. Listen. <laughs> if you if you support him after this coronavirus fucking debacle, then Wayne, seriously, you're wait, are you windows, wait, are you blaming him? Windows and eating crayons. You're part of the problem, bro. Are you blaming him for the coronavirus? I'm not blaming the coronavirus. I'm blaming him for waiting a uh, month and a half and calling it a hoax instead of jumping on it. Wayne dog. Well, I don't watch uh, fake news CNN, so I have a different uh, opinion on that one. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> and, uh, and the coronavirus, you know, it's all a hoax. So why don't you go outside and lick a lick a window? I, I did that today, so I'm good. It's not a hoax, dude. It's a cover for the five G. Yeah, it's all a cover. Exactly. They can rescue all the sex slaves and start the earthquakes in San Diego. Right, because there's huh. a lot of kids being sold out of the back of pizza huts right, right. now. <laughs> we already know that. But Wayne, I, I hear you. I'm not I see I don't like it like with Trump supporters. I go, hey man, do your thing. See you in November. If you win, fantastic. It's not gonna change shit about me. I'm gonna 
I think he's going to win, though. Shang, I, I don't know. It's hard to – listen, I don't know who I'm voting for. I mean, I'm not sure Joe Biden – I know who I'm voting for, but I know that Trump got a good chance. But are you excited about Joe Biden? I feel like he doesn't know where he is right now. No, no. I don't – I'm not excited about befuddled Biden. But I, I think the befuddled – I'll take a I'll take a fucking – I'll take a doorstop over Trump because he yeah. has shown his ass in every fucking press conference that I've seen. He has shown his ass completely. But he got and called by hundreds, hundreds of governors called him yesterday. Yeah, and when the governors that are Republicans start saying, fuck you. Well, there's only 50 governors, but he said hundreds were calling them. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I can't believe what he says, but we rock out with that. See you in November. And I'm going to go with Nico. That's what I'm going to go with. Me too. Nico, yeah. Nico all day. So that's first, but I, I, I definitely think Nico, but see, like, Adam makes me, when I talk to Adam about any time with MMA or – even fighting in general, even boxing or whatever, he'll make a point at the end, and I'll go, ah, fuck, and I gotta rethink it. <laughs> he does that all the time. I go, damn, I didn't think about that aspect. Of, you know, Cerrone might actually be mad as fuck about the last thing. So I, 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 but on paper in my mind, I was immediately like, you know what? I think Cerrone's gonna get his ass mollywopped. Yeah, I know. I, I hear you. By the way, tomorrow, guys, we have Eve Edwards joining us again, and we have Bob. Eve is funny, man. And then we have Bob Sapp. Uh, Bob Sapp? Bob Sapp is calling The real him. Bob Sapp? The real Bob Sapp. For real. Like the actual Bob Sapp. The actual Bob Sapp. And then Thursday, we have Jessa Rhodes, the adult film star. Uh, really? Yes. <laughs> finally? <laughs> finally? What did you say? Finally. Because she's been booked for the oh. past four no, months no, no, now. No, no, that's Jessa Jenkins. That's Jessa oh. Jenkins. This is Jessa Rhodes. Um, yeah, Google her really quick. Yeah. She looks just like Paige Van Zandt, just like her. Uh, beautiful girl. And uh, uh, also, really into the conspiracies as well, as far as coronavirus goes. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, can't wait to hear this. You know uh, what? I've actually jerked to a lot of her videos. No, but that's always that's always good to know. I don't know. Uh, I'm serious. <laughs> You're serious. Like, no, She's I been have. featured on Pornhub a lot. Oh, my Adam, God. Adam. But right. let me ask everybody real quick. And I know, Adam, I know this is you. But the main card... How come we didn't even go any details? It was just so immediate. Oh, because we were talking about Gagey versus Ferguson for like all week. Um, so, we, so that's why you just, it's, it's immediate. You just think. Well, we, 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 I don't want to bore the crowd, the fans who've been watching it all week. Who's that girl in the background? Uh, that's Sandy Brown. Oh, the comedian. Yes. Yeah, I feel like there's like 80 people that have been walking through your that like is there like a they don't give a fuck they don't like a tunnel or something what's going on why are all these you're supposed to be quarantined like why yeah no we got a we got a party back in the back just a bunch of people yeah what the fuck is going on back there they're they're trapped in here with me Um, have you ever knocked anyone out Shane how bad uh yes I actually have I actually have um like I. Out of all of my, like three times, I say three times, where unconscious, like where they were sleeping, I'd say uh, once with a, a kick, believe it or not, it was a horse kick. The horse kick actually they hit their head, so I didn't knock them out. It was because they fell. One was with the elbow, and at at a club, it was at a, at a nightclub, and he kept fucking with me, and I said. And it was so funny. He threw this bullshit roundhouse, like, just like, bro, you gonna find out what's going on. And he did like this. A child could have blocked it. And got him up here, and it was a wrap. And I got him right off, right here, and it's, like, he went out. And then once in sparring. And one, once in sparring. But I've been knocked out um, two times. When? Two times. Sparring. 
How many and, guys, when you were on BET, like you were on all the time back. I was lucky. Yeah, I was lucky. I got no, it. No, but the guys, the guys, a lot of try, the guys try to test you like, oh, he's the big TV actor. He's the big star. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, yeah. That's what happened. In the, and yeah, but I think that like when I was like, to me, you guys, I'm so much older than everybody here. Um, I am. I'm, I'm much older. So I think that back then there was a lot more of that because now they realize you run up on the wrong dude, you'll end up hospitalized because a lot of UFC fighters or even wrestlers, you've had it happen where some guy that doesn't realize you train and and you can wrestle your ass off when you got in a fight, Adam, he didn't realize that about you. Right. So that's why. So a lot of guys, I think they don't realize the people that are serious about it. And the only reason I, like, if my father was like, kept telling me, dude, you're always hurt. You're all, my pops kept telling me, you're always hurt. I would win. I won a, I won a state final and I still was fucking hurt. I was hurt two weeks later and I started getting tired of that shit. I don't know how they do it. I don't know. That's why I give you up. It's like after that, you're like hurt. I couldn't move my fucking arm. I couldn't do this. That's crazy. Cause my shoulder was like, <laughs> so I don't know how you do it, man. And, and wrestlers, to me, the reason I give props to wrestlers more, and I'm not saying it because you're wrestlers. Wrestlers, the grind of it is so fucking intense. Yeah. The, the fucking grind of it and the, the actually the positioning and being able to position and you're just constantly taxing your body. That's fucking bananas to me. And then finally, did you watch the Teddy Riley versus Babyface? No. Oh, God. I watched clips of it and it was horrible. I, I was actually. It was amazing. I, I, except for Teddy. So if you guys don't know. On Instagram. It was huge. Been, it was huge numbers. We've been having like these great artists go up against each other. This play, and it was Babyface, Teddy Riley. And Teddy Riley, the first time, brought a backup dancer, a backup singer, a band, and, and Babyface is in the studio. And it just kept fucking up. His like AOL account crashed, and then like, right. his, like his phone rang, and then his like this. It was hilarious. Like how many fucking how much it was like old school people just not knowing technology. But then they went yeah. again the rematch, and everyone was clowning them like Mariah Carey and this one, and like all these huge stars were commenting, and it was it was hilarious. And it was again last night. But man, I can't believe how. I, many yeah, I I watched part of it and went, oh, I'm good. I end up watching. Uh, I, I had never seen the movie Goodfellas. What? Why you say what? Me too. I just watched it like last week. I just week watched it for I the first time. It. I had never seen it, and it blew me away. It was such an. I met murder in the first four minutes. Oh it was, yeah, maybe. It's so it's such a hardcore fucking movie, dude. You're an amazing actor, and you're into action movies and into. I just never watched Goodfellas. I never. I watched Casino recently. I watched Goodfellas, Casino, and I watched Bronx Tale because uh, they, they they recommend. You know how one movie recommends another yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. I, the Casino was like, if you like Casino, you'll like Goodfellas. You saw Tyler. You saw Goodfellas. Of course. I, I did, what did you, it was it was awesome. You ever yeah. seen True Romance? I, I I watched True Romance. The first time I watched it was uh, December. I, saw I haven't it. seen True Romance. I haven't. Oh, see, see, see. True Romance. Okay, so now that's okay. Tyler, that's your mission now. You got to watch True Romance. It's a great movie. But Goodfellas, Joe Pesci stole that fucking movie. Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, listen, Shane, where can people find you? Oh, you could go to my website, IamShang.com, and you can check me out on Instagram, at Comedian Shang. And now I'm, I'm older. Please do not, when I start going to comedy clubs, 
because I said I knocked people out, please don't start trying to fight me. No well, thank you guys so much. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, Shane. Oh, look at this. Later, man. Don't Tune is on the hook, Jim Dorpoland. Tavas Dorpoland. Tavas Dorpoland. Tavas Dorpoland.